0: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Tuesday May the 4th Be With You edition of Locked On Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere. You listen to podcasts and don't forget to th- follow their Twitter page at Locked NHL Pods. And today's episode is brought to you by the Crosscheck NHL Show. We got a podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Check Podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get podcasts. And my goodness, the Florida Panthers just continue to find a different type of way this time around to win a hockey game. And tonight's game was really about resting players while still having some type of Sense of urgency to win, to get healthy as well, to get home ice, even though the coaching staff, Coach Q, doesn't really put too much emphasis on home ice because Coach Q has been there before and he just cares more about a team going to the playoffs healthy versus home ice advantage for a round and in a season. Like this, where not all the arenas in the NHL are full or some of them have a limited capacity. In a season like this, home ice advantage might mean less than any other season because the crowd doesn't factor in as much in a season like this than any other. But in this game, the Florida Panthers rested players of Sam Bennett. Patrick Hornquist still hasn't returned since before the Nashville series. Carter Hagee was supposed to come back, but he didn't play in this one. Sam Bennett did not play in this one due to an upper body injury. Another player that is likely to get rest. And the story of this game before it even started was Philippe DeRozier, the goalie that was mostly on the taxi squad this whole season and DeRozier isn't even a name that we haven't really even talked about this season because he has, he's been on the taxi squad all season. Hasn't been promoted once until today. And he got the opportunity to become a backup role in this one behind Spencer Knight in this one. And he was out for the rookie lap. Before warmups, and you got to be happy for Philip Derosier, a player who's spent most of his time in the AHL, spent most of his time under the Florida Panthers in Springfield when their a- AHL affiliate was there, and you got to be happy for a guy like Philip Derosier. And for this one, Spencer Knight starts again, giving Chris Drieger and Sergey Bobrovsky their breathers for for the Cats before they have four days off before they face off against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I guess that was also the mindset of Coach Q going into this one. He saw the schedule. He saw that the Tampa Bay Lightning were going to play two games before even facing the Florida Panthers, making up their games in hand, which the Florida Panthers currently have have played two more games than the Tampa Bay Lightning and are only up two points. So. In this one, it was a big deal to get a win over Dallas in this one, which was an overtime win five to four and what matters is the health of this team going forward and it didn't stop the Panthers from having a sense of urgency that that's a something you're gonna hear me say a lot probably in this episode specifically because the Florida Panthers all season have just been able to show their depth based on players resting, players going down. Patrick Hornquist has been in and out of the lineup. Carter Hagee has been out for a few weeks now. Alexander Barkov at one point was injured for a week after the, not the past series against Chicago, but the one before that against Chicago. Aaron Eckblatt has gone down with the season ending injury and insert Gustav Forsling into the top pairing so the Florida Panthers as far as the injury bug every team in the NHL is dealing with injuries that's just the nature of the beast in a sport like this but in a season where one of your core players goes down and you still find ways to win and you have a little bit of bumps in the road here and there Chris Strieger, the backup goalie as well, has had a lower body injury, and the depth of bringing up a Spencer Knight, who is now four zero and 0 to start his career, the youngest to ever start 4 and 0 in his career. So that's another thing about the Florida Panthers, just depth this whole season, the signings of Bill Zito, of what he's been able to do. And I've named the signings countless times already, but it just continues to show the trust that is there from the front office all the way down to the players on the ice. So that's just real. When you think about the season as a whole for the Panthers, that's really what sticks out to me that you could put any which player in. And that also, you got to also give credit to the coaching staff by knowing where to put different players in different positions to help them succeed. When Aaron Eckblad first went down, we were thinking, a lot of us were thinking that a player like Radko Gudis was going to be placed on the top line, and then, voila, insert Gustav Forsling in the first deep pairing, a a player that they picked up from the Chicago Blackhawks, and... I mean he scored a goal tonight so he, he he's continuing to just be another solid pickup for Bill Zito, coach Q and this team as they just continue to find different ways to win in this one and the Florida Panthers finished this season series against the Dallas Stars with a 6-2 and 0 record Against Dallas, and this was a game where the Dallas stars were super desperate to come in after losing a heartbreaker on Saturday by a score of one to nothing against Nashville, and that, with Nashville being in action last night, and that's something we'll get into in the final segment. But Dallas was coming into this one desperate. Dallas was coming into this one with one of their best players. Tyler Sagan playing his first game of the season after not playing since the Stanley Cup final back in September, October and having two surgeries and him coming back to this one, his first game. And that's how desperate the Dallas Stars were. But I mean, he was also working his way back too let's not mistake that for Tyler Sagan. But I guess my point in all that was that the Florida Panthers coming into this game, despite a lot of players getting some rest heading into the playoffs, is they knew that they were going to get Dallas' best shot after losing that heartbreaker and knowing that they need to pretty much win out in order to have any sort of chance to get into the postseason, and that's pretty much the point. In the next segment, we're going to break down this five to four victory over the dial stars. You've been listening to Locked on Panthers. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced by Botswana, Ten female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNow.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly price so you will give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're in the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10x10 10 10 at BlueNile.com. Stock, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact. Only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. You have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index fund personalized just for you, in minutes. In manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day, They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can be more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com. Slash, locked on NHL. All you need is five hundred dollars to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first five thousand managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com/slash/lockedonNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com/slash/lockedonNHL to grow your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com/slash/lockedonNHL. And get started today. Welcome back to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. On this Tuesday, May the 4th be with you, 2021. Where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 5-4 overtime win over the Dallas Stars. And with Bennett resting, Mason Marchmont back, Drieger and Hornquist, Still not back and could play versus Tampa and Carter Hage not inserted back into the lineup. The lines look like this: Barkov, Duclair, Denisenko, Alex Wemberg, Jonathan Huberto, Owen Tippett, Frank Petrano, Mason Marchmont, Alexey Hepponiemi, and Nolachari, Nikita Gusev, but all the way down to the fourth line, and Ryan Lomberg. The defensive pairings were Forsling, Weager, the usual, Gandal Gudas. And Marcus Nuchavara with Brandon Montour. And this was a game where the Florida Panthers really got hot to start this one, where their first goal came just at the 153 mark of the first period, where Owen Tippett, just from start to finish, has been great. He started this game with a poke check near the glass that causes a loose puck to go two-on-one with Tippett and Jonathan Huberdeau, where he just feeds a beautiful pass to Jonathan Huberdeau to get it past Anton Hudobin on this one. And just 39 seconds later, excuse me, 49 seconds later, Nikita Gusev knocks in a rebound off a Brandon Montour point shot, and he gets it in, and the goose is loose once again in this one. This was a game where... Owen Tippett was attacking a lot, and Ryan Lomberg as well in this one had chance after chance, but he he unfortunately did not score in this one, and in the first period, with with the Ryan Lomberg shot that went on the top of the net, I jumped out of my seat thinking that it was a goal, but it ended up being at the top of the net for this one, and with the Dallas Stars, they got back in this one fairly quickly, where Joe Pavelski, his league leading 13th power play goal that leads everybody in the NHL got this one back to a 2 to 1 lead for the Florida Panthers. Jason Robertson got an assist on that one and again, Jason Robertson is making a case for the Calder Trophy even though Kaprizov is the favorite to win. Jason Robertson is definitely one who should get some Consideration for the Calder, and then shortly after, the Joe Pavelski goal was at the twelve o four mark of the first period, and then just two minutes after, Mackenzie Weegar launches a rocket after Tippett comes in transition and has a drop pass to Weegar, and he launches it and. Gets a goal. And Denisenko in this one had two assists in this one. That's another one that he's been on a little bit of a good point stretch lately for the Florida Panthers, a first round pick. So, a couple of first round picks have been getting involved for the Florida Panthers as of late. And Tippett, between the first three goals, he has two primary assists in this one. And it didn't stop there for Owen Tippett. And then there was a mistake by the Florida Panthers as Mackenzie Wieger and Gustav Forsling were trying to clear the puck. Many Dallas Stars players were on the forecheck and Mackenzie Wieger was unable to clear. It bounces off the skate of Gustav Forsling, and Spencer Knight is not positioned to stop the puck and it goes through his legs and somehow the Dallas Stars bring it to a 3-2 deficit. And going... Into that first intermission, you think that the Florida Panthers at this point should be running away with it. How they got goals so fast into this game, like three minutes in, they got two already. And it's like, okay, they were prepared for this desperate Dallas Stars team. And then, you know, they got a power play goal. And then that blunder by Mackenzie Weger and Gustav Forsling. And it's like, okay, it might be three to two, but. This game is not as close as the actual score says, but when you let a team that just went to the Western Conference, excuse me, the Stanley Cup Final just last season, then you know not to let a team like this continue to hang on and give them a chance to catch up in this game and to make sure to try to keep the leads. And... That's something that the Panthers struggled a little bit in this one. They they had two goal deficits in three different occasions on this one. 2-0, 3-1, and 4-2. But going into the second period, just 45 seconds in, Gus Forsling has a rocket shot from the high slot where he gets it through Podobin. And 45 seconds into the second period, after the Florida Panthers scored their fourth goal, In 20 minutes and 45 seconds of action, Anton Hodobin is pulled by Rick Bonus for Jake Ottinger. And Jake Ottinger takes the rest of the way for the Dallas Stars. And that was the only goal in the second period by Gus Forsling enough to pull Anton Hodobin. Lomberg had many more chances in the second period. I counted at least three times that he had many chances in front of the net. And going into the third period, Jamin Van had a penalty where he high sticks Forsling, where his stick is like right on the top of his neck. And then he goes into the box and you just see the frustration of a team that's super desperate to try to fight for a playoff spot. He's like hitting the camera with his hockey stick. And the Florida Panthers go into that third period with 108 left on the power play in that one. and the. Dallas stars in an 11 second span between the 3:55 mark and the 4:06 mark of the third get two goals, one with Kivaranta in transition where nobody picks him up on a three on two, and then Tyler Sagan just 11 seconds later on a Gurianov shot from the point. The Tyler Sagan gets one attempt, Spencer Knight saves it and gets the rebound to tie it, and you know. When it comes to Spencer Knight's game and everything, you know, there's still a little bit of polishing that needs to happen between his game. But you know, he's only twenty years old. He's a rookie, and even though he let the Dallas Stars score four on him, there's there's still time to develop this kid, and there's still nothing to really worry about. There, one of the goals was remember off a mistake from. Mackenzie Wieger and Gus Forsling and the other one was a power play goal by Joel Pavelski. So, you know, maybe it's something that Spencer Knight could have stopped and maybe used the stick to clear it away. But, you know, when when you're a rookie, you're gonna you're gonna have some growing pains in this one. And there's another great defensive play by a Florida Panthers player as towards the end of the game where Alex Weinberg was stopped a an attempt right in front of the net by sticking his stick out, and the Dallas Stars were all alone on Spencer Knight right in front of the net as momentum seemed to be going Dallas's way as the third period was going on, where heading into it, you think the Florida Panthers just need to keep their foot on the gas on this one, not relax, and they could come away with two points in regulation. Cool. Nothing to worry about, but you let the Dallas Stars remain in this game. And then the Florida Panthers in heading into overtime, which kind of hurts the Panthers when it comes to tiebreakers. The Florida Panthers were just dominant in that overtime period where Vitrano had a beautiful setup to Forsling on a Spinorama attempt, nothing. Anthony Duclair had an attempt all alone on Ottinger where he used his speed to where the two Dallas Stars players started in front of him. And Anthony Duclair just zipped to get past them and go alone on Jake Ottinger in that one. But Jake Ottinger was able to make the save in that one. And then the Panthers were rewarded with a five on... Three power play where Joe Pavelski had a hook against Alexander Barkov, but it was a necessary hook in order to possibly save a goal by Joe Pavelski. So, shortly after the Florida Panthers want to face off in their offensive zone, Keith Yanda was able to find Alexander Barkov for a one timer on Jake Ottinger's left side, Barkov's right, and able to convert for the game winning goal. And Barkov's 26th goal of the season, where he's just been on a run, and in the middle of Barkov's run with goals, he had an injury in between. Something that I mentioned earlier in this episode, talking about when he came out in warmups in the first road series against the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's Barkov is playing at an M V P level. I don't think he is going to win the heart. I think that is, once again, Connor McDavid's trophy. But again, he is a guy who I believe deserves some votes for the Hart trophy. And what where would this team be without Alexander Barkov? I I ask myself so many times and I think of the stretch where the Florida Panthers were trying to find their groove without Barkov and Owen Tippett is getting top 6 minutes and he's <laughs> playing really well with the top 6 getting points in the previous series against Chicago and getting a two to assist in this one against the Dallas Stars so that many questions that Coach Q needs to answer for himself and for the lineup heading into the postseason with a uh, Carver Hagee coming back a Patrick Hornquist coming back as well so that is something a good problem for the Florida Panthers to have Keith Yandel outside of the point department as well played a great game there I saw many quite a few times where Keith Yandel had some pass breakups, and he was able to not get beat so much as he has in other games. He had two points, two assists in this one. Grigory Denisenko, like I said earlier, two points in this one. Barkov, a goal and an assist in this one. The Owen Tippett, two primary assists. And Spencer Knight. The not the best game from the save category. And the Goals against average category for him, but hey, he's the youngest player to ever to start his career 4-0-0, and he's 20 years old. He just turned 20 just a, a day before his NHL debut against Columbus just a few weeks ago. So it seems as if Spencer Knight is just mature beyond his years. And as I'm recording this podcast, I see a tweet from. Jamison Olive of FloridaPanthers.com, that Sergey Bobrovsky will be starting on the Saturday game against Tampa and that Chris Drieger will be starting on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Excuse me, Monday against Tampa Bay. So now another question is where does that leave Spencer Knight in the postseason rotation when it comes to goalies? Does he play? Is he the primary backup to Bobrovsky or Drieger? Who's the one who gets scratched when it comes to the postseason? That's another question that Coach Q has to ask. That's, again, a good problem to have. As we head towards the end of the regular season, the Central Division is starting to take form into its first-round playoff matchups, and I will discuss that in the next segment. You've been listening to Locked on Panthers. BetOnline online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all your ufc slash mma action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up for bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sideline anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. online, Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders parts on his computer, choosing only the parts that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com's catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and safe for professionals. And do it yourself first. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com Welcome back to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. On this Tuesday, may the fourth be with you, 2021. Where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 5-4 to four overtime victory against the Dallas Stars. And when it comes to the Central Division, when the Dallas Stars were scored their two goals in their 11-second span, I don't remember the exact time I had score notifications on for Blue Jackets Predators as that was going on. I didn't have it on. And I was seeing that the Predators were up three to nothing, and all of a sudden, the Columbus Blue Jackets score three unanswered, and it gets to overtime. So, not that it affects me, but if I were a Dallas Stars fan or a Dallas Stars follower, like if you want to check out Kenneth Nash's show, Locked On Stars, you can listen to his feed where he's going to react on the this game and the Nashville Predators. Losing their lead against Columbus, more than likely, he's going to discuss that. But if you're on that end, you're thinking to yourself, you're catching up against Florida, and Nashville is losing their lead against Columbus. This is a great opportunity to come away with a, a road win, hopefully, if you're on the Dallas star side. And heading into the overtime period, this is something I tweeted. I I tweeted, the Florida Panthers have the most overtime wins of any team in the NHL. The Dallas Stars have the most overtime losses of any team in the NHL, for what it's worth. That trend continued. The Florida Panthers came away with the win and the Dallas Stars came up with an overtime loss which now is their continues their league high 14 overtime losses and They're going to miss the playoffs based on an inability to finish in the overtime period. And this was a team that was floating really around 500 when they were catching up with their games at hand after their COVID-19 outbreak and their snowstorm that happened in the state of Texas earlier this season. So the Central Division at this point after tonight's game, is pretty much wrapped up and over. It seems as if now the Nashville Predators, barring a collapse of some sort, is going to take the fourth spot. After tonight, looks like they're going to be facing round one against the Carolina Hurricanes. And looks like that the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers will be facing off in the first round. Whether the Florida Panthers get home ice or the Tampa Bay Lightning do, that is yet to be seen. The Tampa Bay Lightning were idle tonight, so were the Detroit Red Wings in this one. Speaking of Carolina, they beat the Chicago Blackhawks 5-2, to which officially eliminated mathematically the Chicago Blackhawks from playoff contention. So with the Florida Panthers having four days off, from Tuesday to Friday, they can watch some Central Division hockey and see some of their other opponents, especially Tampa Bay, who the Florida Panthers will likely be looking at very closely in their games on Wednesday and Friday. And their game against Florida on Saturday, Tampa Bay will be coming off a second night of a back-to-back where they'll be home. At Emily Arena and then travel down to Sunrise, Florida the very next night, so the Florida Panthers will be rested while the Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing. So whether the Florida Panthers will be rusty coming into the Saturday game, game something we don't we can't really predict at this point in time. So with two games. In hand that the Tampa Bay Lightning have and the Florida Panthers winning last night's game five to four in overtime, the Florida Panthers still control their destiny to get that second spot. And unfortunately, with this game going to overtime and winning in overtime, as far as any tiebreakers go when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning, if the Florida Panthers want to get that second spot and get home ice they're going to have to win it outright as far as points because Tampa Bay is leading the regulation wins tiebreaker and it doesn't with not with not that many games left in the season to catch up in the regulation wins category there's just not enough time so the Florida Panthers are going to have to win this outright and it starts on Saturday Regardless of the results, will a Dallas Stars regulation win over the Tampa Bay Lightning help? Sure. The Dallas Stars are likely going to be desperate again against Tampa Bay. However, even with the regulation win on Wednesday and even Friday against them, their chances are very low to make it at this point. With them dropping their games on Saturday and Monday, both in overtime and dropping points, the best way to say it, they've dug themselves too much in a hole that they just can't get themselves out of. And we don't know what John Cooper and company for the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to do when it comes to rest as well for their end as well. I mean, they've been there, done that. So are they going to go ahead and rest players going into Wednesday and Friday's game, I know with the Florida Panthers being off, I'll be tuning in just to see what keeping tabs on the opposition across the state to see what they're doing. And that's something I'll provide for you guys on this show to give you an idea of what the Tampa Bay Lightning will be doing and definitely for you guys check check out some central division games during this four game stretch that the florida panthers are off and of course enjoy yourselves and go into this week with a big smile on your face because your florida panthers are still very well positioned to make some noise in this division and going forward into the stanley cup playoffs so if you like what you hear please subscribe to the podcast make sure to like the Twitter page, at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere you listen to podcasts and their Twitter page, Locked On NHL Pods. And don't forget the Cross Check NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. So i Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Oh. We'll